Hello and welcome to another episode of Bare Minimum Babe. My name is Amanda Cunningham and I am the founder and host of Bare Minimum Babe. Today's episode is going to be about sometimes you have an idea and the idea is so big and far into what you have accomplished so far and that you don't even know where to start and it creates overwhelm and anxiety, at least for me. And so this came about because I recently had a really big, awesome talk with another woman on how we could work together and just general talking about different ideas and just kind of different ways we could work on stuff and all those other things. And it completely blew my mind what we talked about. And once I had seen these things, I couldn't unsee these ideas and these concepts. And I was so excited by that conversation and all the ideas that were floating in my head and kind of just the general inspiration that I had trouble sleeping that night. And I woke up in next morning and I was actually like really tired from all the energy exertion the day, uh, the day before. And I was still excited, except instead of like positive excitement, it had actually turned into an anxious energy, like the excitement had then transformed, transmuted, whatever, into anxiety, like a kind of looping in my head and kind of like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I, I don't like, what does this mean? How do I even start? Like, I need to figure this. And like, does that mean like what I was doing before is not relevant? Like, did I waste my time? Like all this like stuff. And it was just a lot. And so today's episode is going to be how I like to tackle things and kind of get out of that excitement that had turned into like anxiety of like, oh, that's awesome. Like, what do I do now? Because it's really exciting to see something and start an idea, but then it's the actual like, oh, okay, well, what now? How do, how do, I, how do I tackle this? And so today's episode is going to be about how I like to tackle things that, are, that seem really big that I don't know where, that I'm unsure of where to start really, that I think could help you too. Today's episode is also going to be about the importance of reaching out and connecting with others as well for inspiration, connection, and friendship, just because it's hard sometimes to get these ideas without those different kind of like inspiration points and then the guidance. And anyways, you'll see in the, further in the episode that I talk about this, but that I also want to like say that, that this episode is about that as well. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So I have been reaching out to a lot of women recently, like the past, let's call it three months, because I am in kind of the beginning stages of this kind of business by myself and want to reach out to other women to get a network within this capacity of like creating your own business, mine's having to do with marketing and targeting women in business and how they can help them with their marketing and their messaging and things like that. So I've been reaching out to other women, not to like pitch them or anything, like it's not at all. I want to make connections with other women doing similar ish things or basically just doing their own thing too, or working in like a small company, like working in that capacity to get to know them, to connect with them, to see like where there's overlap, maybe how we could work together. Like, Oh, we could do this together. Or maybe we could just like support each other and, you know, share stories on Instagram, just general support connection, that kind of thing. So I reached out to uh, a woman, I don't know, the week before, and we had a call earlier this week and the call was only supposed to be like 45 minutes. It went for like an hour and a half. It was awesome. We connected really well. We had so many things that we were like bouncing off of each other, different ideas. Um, and we both came from marketing and we were doing our own thing. Like we're figuring out our own thing. We're doing it in different capacities because marketing is so 
broad and have so many different skill sets that we didn't necessarily have the same exact overlap, but we had enough that we understand what each other are talking about. And it was just like really cool to talk to somebody who does, who's doing something similar ish to you and hear how they're doing it and vice versa. So I was really excited by this call. And before I get too much into it, it was also like a nice little pat on my own back because I reached out to her and I thought she was doing awesome. Like when she was talking to me, like it was like, oh yeah, this, she's doing it. Right. And then she asked me something. I was like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing though. And then she was like, um, yeah, but you're doing the damn thing. And she was like, you have a whole thing. Like, this is, what are you talking about? You're doing it. And then she was like, really excited to talk to me too. And what I was trying to do, like it felt it didn't feel like I was like asking her for anything. We were just exchanging ideas. And so that was a really good feeling. And so I would also suggest reaching out to other people for just that, because you don't even know that what people are thinking and like you could be inspiring or like looking like, you know what I mean? Like pushing somebody else to do something because you're like, oh, well, she's doing it. You don't know. So that was a total side note. But point of the story is that I had such a good conversation with her. I was like, yeah, she's got great ideas. This was a great idea. And so I was so excited. I actually like was drained after the call because I was so like, I guess up. And then when it finally like crashed, I was like, oh my God, I'm tired. And I was super tired the next day when I went to the gym, my husband was like, I was super not into it. And he was like, what's your problem right now? Like, you seem like you're just, you're not here. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, and I was, I told him, I was just like, I know, like, it was such a great idea. It was so much stuff. And now I'm like concerned that like what I was doing isn't relevant anymore. And I don't know what to do now. And I had like a plan for today. And now I don't know what to do because, and I was like spiraling and like a whole thing. And he was like, it seems, it seems like you have a lot of energy without direction. And that I really liked that phrase. I'd never heard that, that exact like pinpointing it before because that is exactly what it was. I had a lot of energy without direction. That was exactly it. I was so excited, but the excitement had then, once I had realized like, oh, wow, this means I have to do something with this. I have to try to tackle this and figure out how to accomplish it. The excitement from the day before of like all the new ideas had turned into an instead like an, an anxious excitement with lots of ideas and energy, but I didn't have an outlet because I didn't I didn't know what to do next and I didn't even know where to begin and I needed, I wanted more information and I I like more research and all the things. If you've ever had that too, like the anxiety with maybe a big idea or like a big concept, it might be because you have a lot of energy without the direction. After this revelation of me having lots of energy without direction, I thought about that the rest of like the time in the gym. And when I came home and would, after I put my daughter on the bus and, you know, did my morning, whatever, when I sat down to finally work, I was like, okay, I need to give myself direction. I need to figure out a direction to give this energy because the energy will not go away. The way that I will get rid of this energy is to do something with it. I need to give it a direction. And so I just started to do what comes naturally to me and what I find comfortable and what I talked about in episode 21, how to stop procrastinating and start living in messy action is that I went into my safety of researching and compiling ideas and linking them together for options. But this time I wasn't procrastinating. Like what I was talking about in that episode, my strong, my strength it sometimes turned into procrastination because I'm safe there and I know I'm good at it. This was not procrastinating. I was putting my energy into something that was doable right now to direct my energy flow into something 
that got out of my head and out of my body, out of the anxiety into something potentially helpful. At the very least, it wouldn't have, I would got, I got the anxiety out of my head and out of my body. So I just started immediately brain dumping all the things that were in my head, all the possibilities, because getting out of your head is like really helpful. So I love just brain dumping all the stuff that I'm thinking of. And I suggest this for like even my like other clients that I work with of all the stuff you feel like you have to do and all the ideas in your head and just like all those different things. If you just like dump all of it down on like if you want to write it by hand in a journal, if you want to like just put it on a Google Doc or whatever way that you do it, it's so helpful because when something just circles, especially in my head, it just seems so much more daunting because it's just repeating in like a loop. But really, it's it's usually like the same handful of things again and again. And so it just seems like a lot because you haven't actually gotten out of your head. So it seems like it's much more. But when you just put it out in front of you, it's like, oh, that's not bad. It's usually like a handful of things. That's 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 feasible. So once I started, once I did that, once I kind of dumped all the stuff out, I started like a rough organization of the ideas into possibilities and my initial thoughts. And it really wasn't like that intense. It was just trying to group the things of what I was trying to say and I didn't worry if it was good or if it was, if it was right or whatever. I just focused on getting the ideas out to start something. And I focused on what I could control and do at the time. And when I was thinking about this, I researched the quote of like, I'm sure you've all heard of this elephant quote. And the quote is, there is only one way to eat an elephant and that's to eat it a bite at a time. I think it's attributed to Desmond Tutu because when I looked around, it was attributed to like lots of different people, but Desmond Tutu seemed to be like the one. I don't know. You can correct me if I'm wrong here. I'm just going to give credit to him because I don't, I, let's just give it to him. So point is the only way to eat an elephant is one bite, bite at a time. And what this means is that everything in life theoretically seems daunting and overwhelming and even impossible but if you just like take a little bite at a time, you can eat the whole elephant. Otherwise, you're just going to look at it and be like, oh my God, that's a big elephant. Like, oh my God, that's a big project. But you don't have, you, you can't look at the project entirely alone. You have to look at the pieces of it. Like, oh, I just need to take a toe. Oh, I just need like a little piece of the trunk. It's like kind of weird because I'm dissecting the elephant, but hopefully you get the point. So I focus on what I could control and do at that time. And my elephant right now is seeing these ideas and starting with one that I like best and just playing it out and starting forward on that one idea to get started. It doesn't matter if it's right or not. Like I'll figure that out when I start doing it. I just need to take one bite at the time. It doesn't even need, like the elephant doesn't even need to be fully defined except like, oh, I want to explore this. Like I, in the idea phase, especially there is no one path and you need to explore and you need to play with ideas. So the elephant might just be, what can I do next? Just to get you into some type of action. So the elephant could be just get an idea, you know, just to get the overwhelm and get the ideas out of your head. If you don't know what to do next and you're trying to tackle a big idea or a big project or whatever it is, and everything's just kind of floating in your head, just, this is so easy to say to somebody else and not do. And again, it wasn't until my husband said, I have a lot of energy without direction that this even occurred to me. What I need to consciously do was to give it direction is that you just need to take the first step. Just, just figure out exactly what it is that you're trying to do or want to do or whatever it is and just take the first controllable step. And it could just be 
dumping everything out into a Google doc of what you're thinking. It doesn't even need to be necessarily taking an action on the thing. It can just be getting all the stuff out of your head so you can see what you need to be looking at and figure out what to do next. It could just be that simple and then act on that thing. So it's just like one bite at a time. So if something's overwhelming, try that. And that seems so like, duh, intuitive, but it's not in the moment because you're thinking so much about it. It's so much easier to give advice to others on, duh, this is so obvious. Why can't they see it? But that's not how this works. You know, you're in your head and you're overthinking it and you're, you're, you're subjective. Like you think it's more important than it is because it's your thing and it is important. But if you just take a step back and someone, if you were giving advice to somebody else, what would you tell them to do? You'd probably say, we'll just start doing something. I also wanted to talk about the importance of reaching out to others and connecting and trying to build genuine connections and not just expand your network, but the actual real connections and being inspired by and trying to bring value to other people as well. Because I think it's so important, especially for women to reach out because it's so easy to just see someone in a similar vertical and, you know, similar industry as you and be like, oh, they're my competition. Like I could see what she's doing and learn from her, but I don't necessarily want to maybe want to talk to her or, you know, whatever it is, you know, I, I, I reach out to other women constantly, especially lately because I am trying to do something that's new to me and I see other women doing it and I want to learn from them. And I would, I think I bring value as well. I just genuinely want to make connections. Like you don't, like I, I've talked about in a previous episode, like two of my best friends, I've met their like Instagram just because I admired what they were doing and I reached out and I didn't even at the time feel worthy of being their friend because I thought they were doing so awesome that I was like, why? I don't know if they're going to want to talk to me, but like they're literally two of my best friends and I talk to them constantly and we have such great conversations because we came together in a friendship and from a place of mutual like admiration and respect and under like wanting to hear each other's ideas. And it's not, it wasn't just a superficial, like I like your bag. And we started talking about your bag, which is totally fine too. But we came at it from a position of, I value what you bring as a human being. And I'm interested in your ideas and I want to connect with you. And so I think that's so important to reach out to others, especially when you're trying something new and you don't necessarily want to have like the, Hey, can I pick your brain conversation? Cause nobody likes that. And if they're like actually doing, you know, well, and they're busy or whatever, like nobody has time for that. Like it's not a charity, you know, you got to kind of be understanding of people in that way. Like it, you can't reach out to people that way. And like nine times out of 10, it's going to sound super newbie. So you can't really do that. So you have to come at it from a perspective that you're bringing value as well but it's so important to connect because you can help each other you have no idea how you could help each other you know you, you don't know what you could learn from each other you don't know what like even just the conversation I had with you know the woman I was talking about that completely like blew my mind and changed so many ideas I only had these revelations that you know turned to agitated excitement because I talked to her and you know I might have had them myself I don't know that but I might not have Right. And, I, you know, I wasn't sure where the, the talk would go. And I never know when I reach out to these women, you have no idea where things will lead, how it will go. Like it might be terrible. You have no idea. You don't know if someone's going to try to pitch you something, you know, you have no idea. So you have to kind of gauge a little bit beforehand, but you know, even if you're not sure, just hear them out. Cause you never know. So I want to work with others because I, I know that great things aren't built by just one person. It's impossible. You know, like, you can have the idea and be the idea person and you can start executing on it and you can be the, the leader of the thing, whatever that is, but you, you can't build it yourself. Like you, you just literally 
you cannot. And all the things that like I read Entrepreneur Magazine and so like all the stories that people like the, in the articles, they're not doing these things themselves. Like even the great like people that they hold up to esteem, you know, like Oprah and Elon Musk and you know, they didn't do this stuff themselves. Like sure, they had ideas, they believed in themselves, they believed in their product, whatever it was, and they started pushing through to make this a reality but they didn't build it themselves. Like Oprah network is not a thing that Oprah single-handedly runs and has all the ideas on. No, you know, she, she's built, like she built something great and she's leaning on that. And then one of the strengths is that she leans on others for their knowledge and their skill set because she can't do it herself. You know, she didn't, she doesn't know how to make a magazine, but she made a magazine and that she figured out how to do that because she looked at other people, leaned on their expertise and brought them in to help her do the thing. So you can't just do everything yourself. It's literally impossible. So it's also kind of like a pride thing of like, I don't know everything. And I fully admit it. Like I know certain things, but I'm not an expert at it. Nobody is. And things are always changing for every industry, every product, every whatever. Everything's always changing. So you cannot possibly know every single facet at every single time. You just can't, you know? And so it's really awesome to reach out to people. And I think it's so important. I feel like just not even like to see where it could lead in like terms of like what we can bring to each other, but just kind of connecting to like, I think it's so easy in business to like get wrapped up in your own thing and what you're trying to do and what you're trying to push that you forget that other people are people and they feel the exact same way and they're trying to do stuff too. And it's just really inspiring and humbling and idea generating and just general connecting in just so many capacities. And I cannot recommend it enough. Obviously I'm very hype about connecting with other people just because it's so helpful for me personally, especially when I'm stressed out and overwhelmed just to get out of my head and see what other people are thinking and their ideas and just different perspectives. And you don't even have to necessarily say, I want your help on this, you know, just talking about something or asking them something about their thing or what they're, you know, they're trying to build going through what they're thinking of, whatever it can spark things in you while you're helping them, while you're doing something else with them. It, you know what I mean? So I just, it's so, I think it's so important to just reach out to other people, people you admire, even if you don't think they're going to respond to you, reach out, you know? And like I said, don't just reach out in the sense of like, I'd love to pick your brain. Don't do that. People don't want to hear that. And if they're like busy and successful, ain't nobody got time for that. They're not going to do that. You know, you got to come at them with some type of value to be like, why would I want to spend a half hour with this person? You have to do something to kind of show that you're serious about whatever it is that you're trying to do with them and bring value to them. I cannot highly recommend it enough. Go reach out to somebody that you admire and just try to see how maybe you can work together or just just whatever makes sense in your industry on how you can reach out to them. Do that. Reach out to them. Wrapping up this episode now, I want to again reiterate that when you don't know what to do next, that's it's fine. Just figure out the next thing that you can do within your control like right now. And the thing for me is like what I said with my husband that he pointed out to me is if you're really excited about this idea too, and you don't know where to start, part of the issue, at least for me, it was like 99% of the issue is that I had a lot of energy, but I had nowhere to direct it at because I was throwing my hands up being like, I don't know. It just seems so big and overwhelming. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do next. And so I had lots of energy and that was creating anxiety in me because I didn't have a direction to direct that energy into, you know, if you're feeling 
overwhelmed if you that you have an idea or whatever it is or like a project attack or whatever it is it could literally just be like repainting a room it does not have to be a decoration of an entire business or like completing out an idea or a project it could just literally be like you have to paint a room and you're like oh my god i have to move all this stuff out i have to do all this and like just do just ask yourself what is like the one thing i can do right now and take the tiniest bite out of it like what is in my control right now and for bigger projects and bigger creations that you you know, you haven't done before, you don't even know how you would begin to attempt the idea to, to do the thing. The easiest step for me to get it out of my head to at least get out of the overwhelm and confusion and like, I don't know what to do is just brain dump it all out. Just dump everything out of your head. Just get out all the ideas, all the things that you feel like you might need to do in whatever format you want, whether it's like by hand in a journal, if it's like a Google doc, I like to type really quickly just because anxious energy, I like to type it really quickly, whatever way that works for you, do that, do that thing, get it out, figure out what is the easy, like, what is the tiniest bite you can take of that elephant? What is the tiniest bite? And again, kind of like the second, the second part of this episode is the importance of reaching out to others, especially when you don't know what to do next or you're you're tackling something that's new to you. It is so important. I cannot stress it enough. I literally recommend it constantly to other people because I've brought it up in other episodes, but like I said, two of my best friends I've met on Instagram. And it's crazy, you know, who would anyways, you have no idea where things will lead reaching out to people and reaching out to especially people doing something similar-ish to you that you can maybe learn from is amazing. You have no idea what kind of ideas they're doing, what kind of things they could spark in you. And even not even just like getting the value from them, the ideas or whatever, it's just great to build genuine connections. And then you have a network and then maybe for your business or whatever, like, I don't, I don't do that, but I know someone who does and you can refer them. And it's like a nice little helpful circle and just genuinely like supporting each other and just different ideas. And it's, I don't know, I'm going to stop. It's just so helpful. I cannot recommend it enough. If you haven't done it, go reach out to somebody today and just do it. Thank you so much for having me in your ears for another episode of Bare Minimum Babe. If you liked this episode, please pass it to a friend you think it could resonate with and leave a five-star review. And I think that's it. I will be in your ears for another episode next week. I hope you have a good rest of your day.